0: What a wonderful day. Welcome to TV.com, the home for intelligent black people. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. So good to see everybody. Um, I hope you guys are doing well. Give me a yes in the chat if you can hear me okay. Let me know if I'm coming through all right. Just give me a quick yes uh, to let me know that uh, you guys can hear me. Uh, th- this platform is a space uh, not just for black people that already are intelligent. You don't have to be intelligent, but you have to value intelligence. You also have to value blackness. That's what we do. We're black And our goal is to be as smart as possible because we know that we live in a competition. And in order for us to be successful, we must be the smartest people on the block. So give me a yes. Let me know if you guys can hear me okay. Also, shout out the city you're from. uh, And I'll get it cracking right now. All right. so. Uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about today was this article I just read about something interesting that Spotify is doing. Spotify, apparently, according to NBC, is uh, actually going to start replicating voices using AI. And uh, this is an interesting development. Uh, you know, this podcast is also on Spotify. It's on Apple as well. If you look up my name on both platforms, you can find me there. And uh, we have over a million downloads, uh, probably a few million downloads by now on the, on the different platforms. And uh, And I don't know if I'm in that category or not. But I hope that they let me know if they're going to take my voice and uh, replicate it and have me speak in Portuguese uh, next week. But apparently that's what they're doing with AI. And uh, and I'm going to read this article to you. Uh, Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up. Make sure you share and subscribe. It says here on NBC that Spotify on Monday announced a new artificial intelligence powered feature that can translate podcasts into different languages using the host's own voice. The company said the feature relies on OpenAI's voice generation technology, which was also announced Monday. The technology can create realistic synthetic voices from just a few seconds of speech, OpenAI said in a release. Spotify said it will help make the podcast listening experience more authentic and natural and by maintaining podcasters' distinct speech characteristics. Shares of Spotify were down 2% on Monday. Spotify did not immediately uh, comment. The company worked with podcasters such as Dax Shepard, Lex Friedman, Monica Padman, Steve Bartlett, and Bill Simmons on a select number of past and upcoming episodes. Spotify said the episodes were initially translated into Spanish, French, and German, and they will be available to both free users and paid users in coming weeks. So, um, you know, I'm going to tell you, AI, AI right now, Uh, AI is moving at the speed of life. Uh, It's moving incredibly fast. Uh, Give me a yes or no. How many of you are kind of surprised that they were doing it that quickly? Uh, But um, I see Yoshika has been keeping up with AI. AI, um, if you've been watching what's been going on, it's been pretty phenomenal. And uh, I really encourage you not to uh, sit back with your head and stand on this. This is uh, this is the thing. This is not going away. This thing is going to change almost everything, and uh, and so uh, in fact, I'm gonna pull up some stats real quick to help you understand just uh, whether or not a you know your job could be in danger with AI or whatever the case may be. Uh, so here, according to MSPowerUser.com, they claim that it there's these are the statistics on AI. They said that AI could replace 300 million full-time jobs. That's a lot of jobs. Sheesh. Uh, 80% of the U.S. workforce will have at least 10% of their tasks affected by AI. 77% of businesses are already using or exploring AI. 75% of Chinese citizens would replace politicians with AI. Wow. Okay. Uh, CEOs of AI firms such as OpenAI have signed an open letter warning about the risk of extinction from AI. How many of y'all knew that? How many of y'all knew <laughs> that literally the creators of AI... Have actually warned that AI could like eliminate all of us, like literally wipe us from the face of the earth. I don't know about y'all, but that's kind of crazy, right? That's kind of a big deal. That's that's kind of nuts. That that literally, they're the people that invented these computers are saying these computers could kill us all, and um and and I can see where that could happen. I mean, especially if uh you put, you do know, put that stuff in the wrong hands. Uh, we don't know what they've already developed. I mean, the thing about this technology that's interesting to me is. Um, you know I I never really I only look at the uh the the tip of the iceberg for a minute right when you show me and you say this is the iceberg I say no that's not really the iceberg that's the tip of the iceberg and I can see what's on the tip of the iceberg but that leads me to wonder what's on the actual iceberg itself right you get what I'm saying like the the tip of the iceberg it, it may look like a lot but it's very tiny compared to the entire iceberg so when I see AI, And I see chat GPT. I see all these amazing robots. I see all these extensions and implementations and apps all linked to AI. I mean, AI is kind of everywhere. I really believe that's the tip of the iceberg. I really believe I'm I'm thinking deep more deeply about the things that they can do that they won't tell us about for 20 years. You know, I'm thinking about what kinds of weapons uh, do you have that are linked to AI? What, you know, I, I, I even, um, Think about even things like hypersonic missiles. I don't know if you guys know that, but the Soviets and the um, Chinese actually have these hypersonic nuclear warheads that we can't actually detect and we can't shoot them down. Uh, our warheads kind of do this, like this, um, if you're mathematical, you know it's a hyperbola. Uh, they do this sort of go, go way up and then they come down on the city. Hypersonic missiles just go straight to the target. Like they literally just go straight to, and they can't detect them. And, you know, so, so you know, I'm, I'm literally thinking about, And wondering what the world's going to look like 20 years from now. Um, So if you want to understand maybe some of this from a financial standpoint, how to get prepared financially, uh, I do have a list of AI stocks, uh, companies that are heavily invested in AI, companies that are going to make money from AI. Uh, If you'd like to get that list, all you have to do is pull out your phone, text the word stock to 31996. If you text stock to 31996, I'll send you that list. I'll also send you some other stuff, the $5 a day investing plan and stuff like that that'll help you get started as an investor. But generally speaking, um, this is gonna be interesting. I mean, this is this is a big deal. Um, a lot of jobs are gonna get replaced. A lot of companies are already already telling people that you know that they're getting rid of their a lot of their workforce. Microsoft admitted it, Amazon hasn't admitted it. But I can tell you just based on how Amazon functions and what Amazon does and the troubles Amazon has in terms of dealing with labor and, and human beings and, and all the headaches they've had, I could see Amazon just getting rid of as many human beings as possible. In fact, I think Amazon, I read somewhere where Amazon's buying a thousand robots a day or something like that, literally a thousand robots a day to just get rid of you know, as many human beings as possible. Now, does this mean that there are, are no jobs available in the future? No, that's not true. Uh, you you know, what AI is uh, theoretically in, in its best sense is it makes everyone just more productive. Like, so maybe things that you used to do by hand. Uh, now you don't have to do that anymore. Like any sort of repetitive or mundane tasks, they're getting AI to kind of, uh, you know, adjust that. Uh, you know, so there are companies out there that are heavily invested in AI, you know, Tesla. I see you're asking about Tesla, Dr. Jim, do I like Tesla long-term? Sure. Why not? I, I don't, you can't predict the stock, by the way. It's very, it's really difficult to do that. Researchers have tried. It's very hard to do, but uh, I don't see anything wrong with investing in Tesla, especially right now, given that the stock market is kind of hurting a little bit. Um, and uh, earlier today on the Black Financial Channel, I was explaining to you guys that uh, there is evidence that a recession could be coming. Uh, a professor at Duke by the name of Harvey Campbell just did a, a really compelling explanation of why his yield curve prediction uh, is, is has been accurate 100 percent of the time. And he says, based on what my data says, we could be headed to a recession. He mentioned a few things like um, consumer spending kind of draining out because people's savings are depleting. He talked about uh, lower investment. Um, what else did he bring up? Uh, he he mentioned that inflation's not as high as we think it is, so the Fed continues to tighten, even though they don't need to. It, this was his opinion, and so he he believes that maybe by January or February we could be looking at a recession. But even then it may come a couple months after that but uh but that could that could occur so so maybe um as the market starts to realize that there's a recession and you see these stock prices start to drop then maybe uh if you dr jim if you like tesla that might be a stock to look into um to add to your portfolio maybe at a reduced price all right so anyway do me a favor please hit the thumbs up button thumbs up share subscribe my name is dr boyce watkins my new book is called the 10 commandments of black economic power Uh, It's right here, and you guys can go take a look uh, at drboycebooks.com. I also have another series called Black American Money and the New Black Power. And also, uh, just a reminder, the All Black National Convention is coming up. Uh, We got less than a month now that's gonna be in Atlanta. That's the one big gathering we have per year, and that is where all the intelligent Black people from around the world gather. It's the biggest gathering on Earth of intelligent Black people who care solely and specifically about the Black community. So if you care specifically about the black community. Uh, If you care about the black community more than you care about rappers, then this is the place for you. If you care about the black community more than you care about politicians, this is the place for you. If you care about the black community more than you care about what they're doing in Hollywood, then this is the place for you. So uh, that's why we designed it, and we have the smartest people on the planet—from billionaires to scientists to uh, therapists to um, all kinds of people—that uh, come to the convention. So if you'd like to join us, just go to allblacknationalconvention.com. The URL is on the screen. Uh, we have spaces for vendors also. If you want to be a vendor or you want to sponsor something and have us promote your business, uh, we, we're happy to do that for for black-owned businesses. So. If feel free to go take a look at that. And also on my website, voicewalkins.com, there's some uh, free stuff on there that you can pick up if you're interested. All right. So um, in conclusion, what I'll say, and I didn't want to take a lot of your time today. I just wanted to pop in really quickly and say hello. Uh, And what's up on TikTok? I uh, I don't get to acknowledge you guys that much, but be careful if you follow me on TikTok there's about 50 or 60 fake Boyce Watkins TikTok accounts and I can't kill them all. So look for the one that has about 30,000 subscribers. Like if it has 800 people following, that's not me, obviously. Um, I've been in social media for a while. And also my Instagram is Dr. Boyce Finance. And again, there's fake accounts everywhere. So be careful. Uh, I will never, ever appear in your inbox you know, asking you to sign up for anything. I don't do that. I don't personally solicit anything. I just tell people what we have available and then they make that decision. Uh, but uh, anyway, so, so in terms of this thing with Spotify, uh, there are a lot of commercial rights, um, you know, lawsuits happening right now with AI. A lot of authors and uh, artists are suing uh, open AI and the companies that are behind artificial intelligence because they feel that they're getting their copyrights consistently violated, uh, especially, especially authors. So what they're arguing is that if you've got this AI algorithm that can tell people specific things about my book that you would only learn by reading my book, that means somebody got my book and fed that book to the AI, and that's a violation of my copyright, right? So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens when uh, these cases go to court and how that litigation is going to affect the growth and development of AI. Now, what's it? What I what I also predict is that i believe china is going to get way ahead of the united states on ai if they're not already there uh largely because they just sort of do whatever they want the government kind of moves forward with brute force that's why they have things like um electric trains and, and light rails they go 250 miles an hour they go all the way across china because they don't have issues with property rights and stuff like that like we have here also they don't really have much of a concept of uh what's the word um intellectual property they don't in china they don't view intellectual property the way we view intellectual property so in china i remember when i taught um when i was teaching finance in china i noticed that like movies that were not even in the theaters yet over here would be getting sold on the street in china because somebody in the factory would just you know grab a copy bootleg it and they'd be selling it on the street they were tor- terrible copies but uh but they just really don't have any sort of concern or respect for anybody else's intellectual property so I think that that's going to lead to them being able to really move forward and advance on AI in ways that we won't. And also um, even little things like stem cells. They don't have the issues with stem cells like, okay, you know, it's a baby and is it a human life or is it not? They're like, no, we'll we'll just do whatever we want and and, you know, advance science and whatever. You know, like they they kill babies all the time. Like it's not a big deal in China. In fact, they had the one child rule for a long time where they would literally make you um, get rid of your child if you didn't want to. Um, you know, th- th- well, they would make you get rid of your child if you had already had one, right? So that was a big issue they had for a long time. Now, uh, Stephen, thank you, Stephen, uh, for putting the all black national convention uh, Yeah, the convention's called the all black national convention. You can look it up. Um, we've had a lot of thinkers there, a lot of uh, it's, it's a really fun. It's a great place to connect with a lot of people. It's also a great place to go if you like to think, uh, if you like to be around smart people, if you like peace and you like, you know positivity and planning and, and, you know, just, you know, a brain trust, right? Like, like, I I think that if black people are able to just get together and literally say, okay, let's solve our problems. Let's really focus all of our energy on our problems. All of our problems will be solved tomorrow. All we need is for that reparations. If the reparations check clears and we get the billions of dollars that we deserve like you know if i had a billion dollars to invest we've invested in the black business school probably about 20 to 25 million dollars in the black community over the years between hiring people and and investing and doing things like the conventions and stuff like that um in even educating like thousands and thousands of people um you know but if we had a billion dollars to do this I could develop a school system tomorrow. It would be easy. Yeah, I, I already know the people. Uh, you just have to have the resources. Right. So what effectively happens, in my view, is that in America, black problems don't get solved because the wrong people are solving those problems. Uh, the car gets driven off the cliff because they get the blind guy to do all the driving or they go and they'll say, we, we, we want to see what the black community needs. So let's go talk to a rapper who got, you know, who has a, eighth grade education. Um, You know, that rapper might be great at rapping, but he's not great at political science. He's not great at uh, understanding economics. He's not great at understanding the structure of the family. Uh, You know, so ultimately, um, I think that there's a lot of gaslighting that happens. And so uh, with the convention, what we do is we take what we have and we get together and we say, let's really think about the issues. And what you'll find actually is that when you really look at the issues in the community, they're not hard to solve. It's really not hard to solve things like the broken family problem. You know, you can because all you you have to do is sort of point out all of the causes of why families break down. Like you look at, okay, drugs, drugs is the worst thing to happen to the black community. In fact, give me a yes in the chat. How many of y'all had a relative go crazy on you because they were getting high on dope or somebody maybe your daddy wasn't around? Or you had a sibling that, that started smoking and drinking too much. And next thing you know, they're not showing up for their kids or they're not a reliable person anymore. Whatever. Right. So drugs, you look at what drugs did. Right. So a drug policy in the black community would do a lot in saving a lot of the um, uh, the families in, in the community. Uh, also, I think everybody that gets married and runs a family should take a class on that. You should take a class on running a family the same way you take a class on running a business, because there's no business you'll ever run more important than your family. So like, so, so, uh, you know, for example, you know, therapists, have this is why we bring the best black therapists to the convention is because therapists have tools that will help you resolve your conflicts, help you get along, help you form a structure and a plan so that the kids are not traumatized because you're carrying around your baggage. You're not mistreating your wife or mistreating your husband. You understand that you're better off together. You know, you you just just little things like that. Right. Like so you can solve the black family problem very easily. You can solve the um the black wealth problem extremely easily. Right? I, I've always said that black boys have to all be trained to be entrepreneurs. And you need people uh, really trained on specific skills that are going to build a community. You're not being trained on anything that's building a community. You're being trained to go beg white people for jobs. That's what you're trained to do. And they like it like that because they're like, well, even if you're stumbling, we still need you because we're stepping on your head in order to build our wealth. So we need you around so we can make money off of you money off of you, right? So just like they need your athletes, but you're not getting paid from those athletes. They are. Uh, We need your entertainers. Well, you're not getting paid off those entertainers. They are. So effectively, uh, you need people that have specific skills that are built around, developed around building Right. So, again, you know, when I get that billion dollars, maybe one day that'll happen and maybe one of our grandkids will get that billion. Uh, It's very easy to develop an infrastructure plan that will clean up and fix the black community very quickly Uh, because you can identify exactly where the problems are coming from. The big challenge that you have is that the people who control the resources necessary to fix the problems don't care about you. They care more about themselves than they care about you. Like, so for example, uh, one of the big problems is that the majority of black children can't read, write, or do math by the time they graduate. Like at least half of them can't even do math or, or read a grade level. Like Chicago, they have uh, 55 schools without one single child that could read or do math at grade level. Well, why does that happen? Well, because the people that um, are making money by running these defunct, dysfunctional, screwed up schools are not going to let go of that power. They want that billion dollar check to be written to them so they can continue to miseducate black kids where the money should actually go to people that are going to make sure those kids really get a good education. Like there ain't no there's no way on earth that any child on this earth could sit and, and listen to somebody like me or people who think like me and walk away uneducated. I could literally just sit here and have conversation. I'm a college professor. I could sit here and have com- just have conversations with you without teaching you a thing. And I guarantee after, you know, 30, 40, 50, 100, 200 of those conversations, you're going to be more prepared for life than 99 percent of the population. You know, so so my my thing is and this is why we do the convention and why I'm very proud of it. And and it's our ninth year and we're very you know, we we really get 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 hyped up about it because we know it works. Um, I get excited about it because we've got the people we need. We've got everything we need. We've got the experts. We've got the smart people. So what I try to do is because I have a few hundred thousand followers online, my goal is to say, how do I use that platform to get those people out there? How do we get those people? You know, they should be as famous as the rappers. They should be as famous as the comedians. They should be as famous as the basketball players. They should be as famous as as the football players. Because basketball players, football players, comedians, and rappers are not the ones that are going to help solve get us out this thing. They don't have the skill set. No disrespect to them, but a comedian is good at telling jokes. He's not good at solving significant generational wealth problems that a scientist, a financial scientist should be solving. So anyway, that's all I got to say. I, I, I didn't mean to like drag on about that, but if that's on my mind. This is the kind of thing I think about every single day. And um, and I hope that you'll consider joining us at the convention. So if you'd like to come to the convention, uh, you can go to allblacknationalconvention.com. In fact, if you go there now, you can actually get 25% off your ticket. Uh, and uh, there's a pop-up that comes up. So when you get there, just give it like 10 or 15 seconds, scroll on the page, the pop-up will come up, click on the pop-up, get on the text list, and then you get 25% off your ticket, okay? So uh, anyway, guys, that's it. Uh, Hit that thumbs up button, thumbs up, share, subscribe. And uh, my name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. And uh, let's see, chairman of the board says, are you interested in volunteers to help scale the Black Business School using startup strategies? Uh, We're we're, we're working on that. We we are working on that. We just have to find uh, the right infrastructure to be able to intake. We know I know that there are so many of you that want to help. Uh, But the thing about it is that when you're building an institution, you have to do it carefully Uh, and we can't necessarily just take all everything in because we also have to be cautious about bringing about not being infiltrated. You know, when you are really effective. Like, like I said, we we started with nothing, and we've been able to raise over twenty million dollars in the last five years. I just don't brag about money because I don't. Money's not important to me, as you know, for to be flashy. Money's important because money is power. So we've raised over twenty million dollars. You know, in, you know, with like starting with nothing, no support, no help, no banks loaning us money, no government money, no corporate money, nothing. So we're solving problems. We're actually effective. We're getting it done. So when you are effective i personally believe that you're at risk of infiltration um i don't believe i believe that one of the problems one of the reasons that it's hard to have solutions in the community is because when people really come along with real solutions there are people uh, i jokingly call them the negro naysayers uh that will go and just seek to destroy um, anything that involves um, solution based accountability or changing a pre-existing culture so for example if i come in and i say you know. What are we really getting by voting for the same politicians every year? Maybe we should think of a different strategy. That makes people mad. I got banned from Ebony magazine because I did that. I I I, I you know, I didn't know this but I one of the writers, one of the editors told me that 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 they would not publish anything I wrote because I simply questioned whether we should vote for the same politicians over and over again. And this speaks to the amount of corruption that exists in society and why. And that's one of the things you have to work around. Uh, It doesn't make me mad. It's just par for the course. That's life. Uh, And so I just think that in general, we just have to keep being smart and strategic and be committed. And I know that we will win the battle because I think that we are the smartest of the smart and uh, I think we are capable um, and we are going to win. It's just, it just requires patience and consistency. Okay, guys. So anyway, I got to get out of here. Hit that thumbs up button. Thumbs up, share, subscribe. Uh, also, uh, just a reminder, uh, if you want to get profit alerts sent to you via text, stuff like that, all you have to do is text the word STOCK to 31996 text stock to 31996. I'll send you our $5 a day investing plan where we've helped millions of people buy their first share of stock and also uh, set up a plan for generational wealth. No matter how poor you are, if you do this plan that even a five-year-old could do, your family will be wealthy within one generation, less than a generation. Like You'll literally be in the top 30 to 40% of Americans in terms of wealth. Uh, All you have to do is follow that basic plan uh, and I'll send it to you via text. Just text the word stock to 31996. Also, for those of you that wanted to uh, either meet me one-on-one or have me come speak at your event or something like that. I'm going to speak in Austin at a wealth and power conference at the end of the month. Uh, just email uh, Chanel at BoyceWatkins.com. So that's up here. It's two, one in two L's and it starts with a C. So Chanel at BoyceWatkins.com. She can set you up if you uh, want to meet up in person or bring a small group, bring your family and we can sit and have a chat or something like that. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you guys soon. Be good. Peace. Mm-hmm. Here we are, clan, the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones too late. Now, family, we the ones who gotta delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick the coast sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own, educate the same, and buy back your home. Got three degrees. Triple 10. three PhDs, now we on the CNN, DBTV, let's talk about negligence, ignorance is bliss, but we can turn into intelligence, please none of what you hear, half of what you see, let's break it down here on Dr. Voice TV, here we are.